Everyone dreams of fantasy football glory. Only few will ever know what it truly feels like to be a champion. Now, for the first time, you've got a fighting chance. Presenting Fantasy Football Dreams with J.C. Harvey. What's up, guys? Welcome to another edition. I'm JC Harvey. Thank you so much for tuning in once again. Uh, I was actually uh, sick all week last week, so that's why there was no podcast, not very much action on Twitter. I literally had no voice, so I do apologize to all my listeners and followers for that. But I am back, and I'm 100% ready to go, bringing it to you guys. And uh, I mean, last uh, Thursday, Thursday Night Football last week, um, you had, uh, of course, the game, and then you had the debate versus uh, Trump and Hillary Clinton, and it was fascinating to go back and forth from the game, and I I mean, I'm going to be honest with you, I, I was more glued to that debate than Thursday Night Football. It is, it is a train wreck, I mean, happening. I mean, how the hell do we get down to these two candidates? I, I mean, it, but, but you can't keep your eyes off them. It is, it is gold. It is, I mean, it is great TV. So, but I am definitely glad to be back, feeling 100% good. And you know what? I wanted to talk to you guys about something because uh, it's been kind of a crazy week in one of my uh, fantasy football leagues. If you're in some serious leagues, you're gonna have some egos. I mean, especially if it's a competitive league. Most of these guys have played sports in the past, or they just naturally have big egos. It's it's usually two to three to four people out of like a 10 or 12 person league uh, that are more vocal than others. In the in, in the grand scheme of things, fantasy football is a game. It's a game, and uh, you don't want to lose friends over it. I mean, even just football in general, sports talk in general. There's no reason to lose friends over it. But you know what? Sometimes you got to call uh, people out when they're just being complete assholes, and sometimes you got to do what you got to do. But I have come up with my five keys to a successful fantasy football league that I think if you follow these five keys, uh, it will make a great league. Um, I don't know about you, but I've been in some god-awful fantasy football leagues, just some that I mean, you might as well quit in the middle of the season. There's just no action. I mean, it's just boring. And I mean, usually those leagues are just the, the public leagues that you're, you join and you don't know anybody in the leagues. So it's usually those types of leagues that are just god-awful. But So I come up with five keys uh, for a that makes for a successful fantasy football league. Uh, number one, be active on the message boards. Uh, the message boards is like the the pulse. It's the heartbeat of the league. I mean, if you if you have a league that's, I mean, all of us have been in a league when the message boards are just dead. I mean, it is the most boring thing ever. I mean, if you're if you're in a league where the message boards is just, I mean, it, it's firing up one after the other. People are talking shit. People. Or, I mean, talking about players. It just makes for that much more exciting season. So don't be afraid to uh, uh, chime in on the message boards. It just makes for that much fun of a season. Uh, number two, be active on waivers. Uh, for those that know me, I am uh, ridiculous on waivers. I'm, I'm a madman on waivers. Uh, <laughs> but I will pick up and drop 
so many people. I mean, it's not even funny. Like I, I, my thinking is I'm just sifting through gold. I'm looking for that next David Johnson. I'm looking for that next Devontae Freeman. I'm just trying to get as many irons in the fire as I possibly can. Trying to hit, I mean, the, the home run guy. And so I'm. My strategy is, I mean, um, be as active as possible on waivers. So uh, it's always great to be in a league when when everybody's real active on waivers. <clears throat> Number three, uh, initiate trades. Come up with trades. Uh, and if somebody sends you a trade, don't be an asshole and never respond to them. Uh, this person took the time to research and hash out what's good for his team, what's what's good for your team. So don't be that dick that doesn't even, I mean, at least have the common courtesy to send a counter trade. I mean, or just uh, curse them out in a reply text. I mean, it's just common courtesy. Don't be the douchebag. That just doesn't reply. I mean, we all hate that guy. Don't be that guy. So initiate trades, uh, send counter trades. I mean, that's that's what fantasy football is all about, in my opinion, is trading. Uh, I'm a big fan of trading. So uh, number four, uh, I am a. Uh, uh, this one's took t- taken me a while to uh, come around to this, but with how the NFL has transformed the two quarterback league, I think is a, I mean, great addition to fantasy football. Uh, uh, I've played just one quarterback leagues for years, and I've just recently picked up the two quarterback leagues, and uh, uh, it's so much better than the one quarterback league. Because you got to think about this. Uh, if you're in a one quarterback league, uh, Carson Wentz this year. Uh, nobody's playing Carson Wentz, but if you're in a two quarterback league, you're going to play this guy. I mean, uh, Ryan Tannehill... Uh, Matt Ryan, yeah, Matt Ryan's ridiculous this year, but I mean, years past, uh, no one would ever play Matt Ryan, but in a two quarterback league, you're going to play these guys. So there are like 25 quality quarterbacks in this league. I mean, Sam Bradford this year, uh, you would never play this guy in a two quarterback league. So if you, if you've never played a two quarterback league, I definitely recommend it. Definitely, uh, try it out. Uh, I'm a big fan of it. So, uh, try the two quarterback league. I mean, it definitely uh, makes for a more fun uh, uh, league. So definitely give it a try. And number five, just have. I know this sounds cheesy, but have fun. It's fantasy football. I mean, don't make personal shots at people. I mean, don't take things personally. I mean, this is all fun. It is fake football. Okay. Uh, I've seen many, <laughs> many, many personal shots in past leagues and. and uh, just ridiculous things that happen and have been said. And, I mean, most leagues, competitive leagues, are full of egos, full of, uh, I mean, just guys that don't take shit from anybody. But uh, just have fun. I mean, it's fantasy football. Have fun. So those are my five keys to a successful fantasy football league. One, be active on message boards. Two, be active on the waivers. Three, Initiate trades. Don't be the asshole that never uh, responds to trades. Send a counterback. Number four, try the two-quarterback league. And number five, just have fun. Don't tank shit personal. Don't do personal attacks. So those are my five keys to a successful fantasy football league. Uh, We've got uh, some notable injuries um, I think we need to address here. Latavius Murray. Uh, The news broke about 10.30 last night that he's dealing with a turf toe. Coach says he's pretty banged up. Uh, So if you're Latavius Murray, you need to go and pick up DeAndre Washington now. Uh, DeAndre Washington's averaged 6.1 yards per carry out of Texas Tech. 
had a great college career. Um, so if you're a Latavius Murray owner, go get DeAndre Washington. They say he's going to try to give it a go. I highly doubt Latavius Murray is going to play. And, uh, I mean, to be quite honest, Latavius Murray has been one of the uh, worst running backs in the NFL uh, in terms of fantasy, I mean, and real life. I mean, the guy is, uh, he's just a mediocre average at best. And De- uh, Devontae Washington, he is a PPR monster waiting to happen. Uh, and if they play the Chargers, and the Chargers are a sieve when it comes to uh, running backs catching the ball out of the backfield. So go get uh, go get Washington right now if you're Latavius Murray owner. Uh, Cam Newton dealing with a concussion. He's in the concussion protocol for the NFL. Uh, plays Monday Night Football, so he's got plenty of time to heal up. I would be I would be shocked if Cam Newton doesn't play, uh, but you definitely want to keep an eye on it. And then for tonight, uh, Carson Palmer is out. Uh, for Thursday night football tonight, Carson Parmel will not play. It's going to be Drew Stanton. So um, downgrade all your Cardinals receivers. Uh, it's going to be interesting to see what happens to David Johnson. Uh, I do think David Johnson's kind of matchup proof, but it's going to be interesting to see um, if uh, the 49ers load the box. I mean, I don't think you can load the box with uh, Fitz and Floyd and John Brown outside, but definitely going to be interesting to watch. So those are my... Three notable uh, injuries you want to keep an eye on. Uh, another thing that just happened that just broke, uh, Julian Edelman dealing with an ankle injury. Um, I, I, Julian Edelman's always on the injury list, but uh, they do gave, they gave him the questionable tag. Uh, so keep an eye out on Julian Edelman. So that's another uh, one you guys, you guys want to watch for. All right, week five is here. The return of Tom Brady. It was supposed to be the return of Josh Gordon, but... Josh Gordon uh, apparently has an alcohol problem. I'm one of the biggest Josh Gordon fans there is, and I'm just, I just feel bad for the guy. I mean, not necessarily feel bad for him. I just want him to get his life right. He's so talented. I mean, two and a half years ago, he led the, I mean, the league in receiving, and somehow the dude is only 25 years old. I don't even understand how that's possible. And how the hell did Baylor not win a national championship with uh, RG3, uh, Josh Gordon? Um, uh, Dallas Cowboys receiver, uh, shit. See, it's a live show. That's what happens when it's a live show. You guys know what I'm talking about. Uh, Kendall Wright, I mean, they had all these receivers. How did Baylor, I mean, not even play in the championship game. But anyways, that's all off the subject. Uh, so Josh Gordon going to be done for the year. The Browns are expecting to release him. But the return of Tom Brady, um, and this guy, uh, <laughs> this guy is going to set the league on fire. Um, he's a personal uh, vendetta versus Roger Goodell in the NFL for taking four games away from his career. Um, so um, with my uh, top five quarterback rankings, I'm going Tom Brady, number one. They're playing uh, at Cleveland, and Tom Brady should roast the Cleveland Browns. Uh, so definitely uh, Tom Brady's my number one quarterback this week. Uh, number two for me, Aaron Rodgers. Packers uh, offense is, I mean, I just don't understand. Mike McCarthy's not uh, getting the most out of Aaron Rodgers uh, in that offense. Uh, um, I just, I don't know if it's just all on Mike McCarthy or Rodgers is kind of uh, slipping a little bit. Or, I mean, he just needs better help. I mean, Randall Cobb has done nothing this year. Uh, so, But I, I do think uh, Rodgers and the Packers start to turn around a, a little bit. It's kind of a difficult matchup versus the New York Giants, but uh, I believe in Aaron Rodgers uh, and, the, and the Packers this year. So I got Aaron Rodgers number two. 
Uh, number three, uh, Ben Roethlisberger. If you guys watched the game uh, last week, Roethlisberger uh, tore apart Kansas City Chiefs. Threw for 300 yards, five touchdowns. It was definitely a revenge game from the embarrassment they had last year. Uh, so expecting huge things from uh, Big Ben this week. Playing the New York Jets. Uh, Daryl Revis is probably not going to play. He's banged up, so keep an eye on that. But Daryl Revis, as I mentioned a couple weeks ago on my podcast, uh, Revis Island is open. I mean, he's no longer the elite the elite corner that he used to be. So uh, love Ben Roethlisberger this week. Um, number four, Cam Newton. Like I said in the injuries earlier, keep an eye out on him, but I fully expect him to play versus the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Uh, he's he had a uh, I mean good first two games but he's kind of had a down season so far but I expect uh, Cam Newton and the Panthers to get it going uh, I mean their defense has got awful but I, I have full faith in Cam Newton uh, number five I'm gonna go with Derek Carr uh, versus San Diego Chargers Jason Verrett uh, the Chargers number one corner has been put on IR he is out for the year so I expect Derek Carr Amari Cooper Michael Crabtree, I mean, is just killing it in that offense. If you're a Crabtree owner, you probably didn't draft the guy. I mean, he, he was probably a free agent, but if you did draft him, kudos to you. Crabtree is just unbelievable this year so far. So I love Derek Carr with all the weapons he's got. I think I actually think DeAndre Washington's going to fare really well in that offense uh, if, in fact, he gets that start. So Derek Carr rounds out number five for me. Uh, running backs. I'm going with David Johnson. Um, David Johnson has been uh, one of the two most consistent running backs in the NFL with DeMarco Murray. So um, he is basically matchup proof. Uh, He's going to be asked to do a lot tonight with uh, Carson Palmer out. San Francisco 49ers have the 32nd worst rushing defense in the NFL. So they're at the bottom of the barrel, last in the league. And David Johnson averages 111 yards uh, uh, scrimmage yards per game so I expect him to blow those numbers out of the water David Johnson my number one overall running back number two uh, welcome back Le'Veon Bell uh, <laughs> did you guys watch that game uh, last week uh, 144 yards rushing 34 yards receiving uh, 17 points in standard leagues but if you're in a half point or PPR league he got you well over 22-23 points uh, so he was definitely well worth the wait. He's going to be the number one, number two running back the rest of the year. Uh, I personally think Le'Veon Bell is the best running back in the league. I know David Johnson is rated number one, but Le'Veon Bell can do it all. I mean, they're lining him up in the slot at receiver um, and having D'Angelo Williams at running back. I mean, that's how ridiculously talented this guy is. So I expect Le'Veon Bell to eat versus the Jets. Uh, number three for me is DeMarco Murray. It is unbelievable what uh, Chip Kelly did to DeMarco Murray last year. Just totally made this guy ineffective. And the, w- the one thing that uh, makes DeMarco Murray so effective is he's a uh, one-cut and gone-to-the-house guy. And uh, Chip Kelly tried to make him uh, run run to the uh, sidelines, I mean, I mean, spread him out. This guy hits the hole and he's gone. Uh, and so kudos to the Tennessee Titans and how they've used him. I mean, he has been, I mean, a consistent running back this year in standard leagues from week one to week four, 17 points, 14 points, 21 points, 23 points. I mean, you're not going to get much more consistent than that. This guy has been a beast all year, uh, and he's uh, he's definitely one of the leading candidates for uh, early fantasy MVP, I mean, so far. That's how good DeMarco Murray has been. So DeMarco Murray comes in at number three for me. 
Uh, number four, C.J. Anderson versus the so-called Atlanta Hawks defense. Uh, I think C.J. is going to, I mean, just be a beast versus uh, the Atlanta Hawks. Uh, it's, um, uh, the Atlanta Falcons, excuse me. We're not talking NBA. Uh, <laughs> uh, so definitely love C.J. Anderson. Uh, he's, he's had a great start to the season. Um, um, 25 points, 15 points, 11 points. Uh, the guy's getting it done. He's got three touchdowns on the year. He's actually uh, catching the ball out of the backfield too. Um, so love C.J. Anderson coming in at number four to me. And number five, I'm going to throw a little wrench at you guys. Uh, I'm going to go uh, Jordan Howard as my number five running back. Yes, Jordan Howard, the Chicago Bears running back, last week ran for 111 yards versus a Detroit defense. He's going to get an even better matchup at the Indianapolis Colts. They have a horrible defense. Uh, John Fox uh, says he's going to ride Jordan Howard. He's actually a big running back, and uh, surprisingly he can catch the ball too. So I love Jordan Howard. So I'm going to put Jordan Howard as my number five uh, running back uh, this week. And for my flex plays, if you're looking for a flex play, a guy out of the top 20, top 25, you're, you're in a crunch. Uh, the bye weeks are here. Uh, like I said earlier, DeAndre Washington, if you're a Latavius Murray owner, pick this guy up. Uh, this guy is going to be a PPR monster if he gets the chance. Uh, like I said, averages 6.1 yards per carry. Uh, so DeAndre Washington would be a great plug-and-play player right now. And I am going to take a huge uh, leap of faith. This is my super sleeper of the week. Uh, <laughs> and I might get ripped for this one because he plays on the Miami Dolphins. I'm going with Jay Ajay <laughs> uh, this week. Um, I just I just think the coaches, uh, they've already said they're not going to do the committee uh, thing anymore, which was stupid. They were running a four running back committee. And uh, yes, he only had 33 yards rushing last week, but he was by far the most productive thing on the field for the Miami Dolphins uh, last week. And if Aaron Foster doesn't play and you're just in a crunch, uh, you can't find anything, Jay Ajay should be on the waivers right now. And so he is my super sleeper play of the week, Jay Ajay uh, versus uh, the Tennessee Titans. All right, let's go to receivers. Um, number one, Antonio Brown. As I've said, I think this guy is going to go over 2,000 yards uh, receiving. Uh, well, Julio Jones is going to make a case for that as well. But Antonio Brown versus the New York Jets. Maybe no uh, Darrell Revis. Uh, so Antonio Brown's my number one overall receiver this week. Uh, number two, I'm going to go Mike Evans. Mike Evans is at Carolina, and we all know what Julio Jones did last week versus the Panthers. He went for 300 yards. I played against him in one of my league, and it was just a terrible day. Uh, so Mike Evans is my number two receiver. Number three, I'm going A.J. Green at Dallas. Uh, Dallas secondary is struggling. Uh, I think he should uh, roast uh, Cl uh, Claiborne and all them guys. Um, it should be a, a fairly high-scoring game, so I like uh, A.J. Green this week. Number four, uh, I've got to add Julio Jones in my top five just based off what he did last week. Uh, Join the exclusive club of 300 yards receiving. I think only uh, six players in history have ever done that. He has a very, very tough matchup at Denver, but you're never going to bench Julio Jones. Uh, and I would rather have Julio than Odell Beckham, uh, Kelvin Benjamin, Marvin Jones. I mean, I mean, I I got to put Julio in my top five. I mean, he's too good of a player. Uh, 
He's going to draw Aqib Tlaib, Chris Harris, and that crazy Denver Broncos defense. So Julio Jones comes in at number four for me. Number five, uh, like I mentioned earlier, I think the Packers are going to get it going a little bit. Uh, Jordy Nelson, number five, uh, versus the Giants. Uh, so, I mean, if, if you're a Packers owner, I mean, don't lose faith in Aaron Rodgers. Um, you, you might be a little worried about Randall Cobb. I will give you that. Um, that guy hasn't been the same player in about two years. So if you're a Randall Cobb owner, I can understand the frustrations. But Jordy Nelson is a game-changer, game-breaker, one of the best deep threats in the league. So he comes in at number five for me. Uh, let's go to the tight ends. Uh, number one overall tight end for me is Greg Olson versus Tampa Bay Buccaneers. This guy just gets it done year in and year out. Cam Newton loves this guy. He's his most targeted uh, tight end receiver, I mean, every game. So Greg Olson, number one for me. Number two, Jordan Reed. I mean, you guys spent a high draft pick on Jordan Reed. You probably spent a third or fourth round pick on Jordan Reed, and he's only got two touchdowns on the year. Both those touchdowns came last week versus Cleveland. Uh, but he hasn't topped over 100 yards receiving this year. But I'm keeping the faith in Jordan Reed. I, I still love his uh, season outlook. Um, so definitely don't think about trading this guy. Uh, Kirk Cousins is starting to heat up a little bit. So I love Jordan Reed. Uh, number three, uh, Kyle Rudolph. I mean, good Lord. I mean, Sam Bradford loves Kyle Rudolph, and he is just just killing it with Sam under center. I mean, it's his I mean, third consecutive week with a touchdown. I mean, he went for 31 yards, 70 yards, 55 yards. I mean, touchdown every single week. With how, I mean, poor the tight end position has been this year, it's been horrible. Uh, Kyle Rudolph, I mean, is easily, easily a top five tight end barring injury the rest of the year. So Kyle Rudolph comes in at number three for me. Uh, Number four, Zach Miller. Uh, Zach Miller uh, for the Bears. Uh, Brian Hoyer loves Zach Miller. And I don't think Jay Keller is going to get his job back the way uh, Brian Hoyer is playing. Um, he's had three touchdowns the last two weeks. Um, so love Brian Hoery. He's at Indiana versus that horrible defense. So um, uh, Zach Miller comes in at number four for me. And number five, welcome back Zach Ertz. Um, got hurt week one with the Eagles. Uh, was Carson Wentz's uh, favorite target, favorite tight end, favorite receiver. So I'm going to put him number five. And I think that chemistry is only going to grow. They're playing Detroit, who's just been getting killed at the tight end position this year. So I'm going uh, Zach Ertz, number five uh, for tight ends. Uh, defenses, I'll just run through the defenses real quick. Uh, obviously, the Vikings have been by far, in a way, the best defense this year. Um, uh, they're playing uh, Houston. Um, they should be able to, Xavier Rhodes should be able to stop Hopkins on the other side. Uh, the big challenge for the Vikings is Will Fuller. I mean, probably the fastest receiver in the league, uh, leading candidate for Rookie of the Year for me. So I like the Vikings in that matchup. Uh, Pats at Cleveland. Uh, not much needs to be said. They're playing the Cleveland Browns. Um, Cardinals tonight at San Francisco. I fully expect the Cardinals to show up tonight. They're 1-3. and three. No way in hell that talented of a team goes down to 1-4. and four. I fully expect them to play a hell of a game tonight. Uh, number four, the Broncos going up against Atlanta. Yeah, they got a big cha- challenge in stopping Julio Jones, but they're at home where they play great. So I got them at number four. And number five, I got the Bills playing at the Rams. Uh, definitely going to stop the box and stop Todd Gurley. And uh, like I said, my po- my latest podcast, um, Todd Gurley's been playing a little bit better. But, I mean, he's still averaging well under three yards a carry. 
and he's got lucky with a couple touchdowns. So I fully expect the Bills to shut him down. So they're my number five rated defense this week. And uh, I failed to mention the uh, my couple flex players on the receiver end. Um, I really like Jordan Matthews this week. Um, uh, Carson Wentz is, I mean, him and Will Fuller battling out for Rookie of the Year. Uh, they're playing at Detroit. Should be a high-scoring game. Love Jordan Matthews. He's probably in that 15 to 20 range right now, but I love me some Jordan Matthews. And if he plays, Julian Edelman should be a beast versus the Cleveland Browns with his quarterback, Tom Brady, back. So love Julian Edelman this week. And um, Sterling Shepard. You're looking for a guy. I mean, he's already a flex play. There's no way Sterling Shepard's going to be on the waiver wire, but play this guy. I mean, play this guy every week. He's out producing Odell Beckham Jr., I mean, do I think that's going to continue? No, but he's a better player than Victor Cruz. And in that high profile of an offense, Sterling Shepard's going to have a great year. I mean, he should get you 10 to 13 points every single game. So play Sterling Shepard every week if you got him. Uh, And that's going to do it for me. Uh, I mean, I want to apologize about last week. I know I was sick. I hardly had a voice. So I do apologize about that. Uh, I want to thank you guys for listening. Follow me on Twitter. It's at JC underscore Harvey. Uh, we'll answer any and all of your questions. Uh, 100%, 100% follow you back on Twitter. Uh, DM me your messages, any, anything you want. So follow me on Twitter at JC underscore Harvey. And you can find my podcast on iTunes. It's Fantasy Football Dreams and also SoundCloud. So thank you guys so much for tuning in. Good luck this week. Uh, let me know uh, any ways I can improve the show. Uh, definitely uh, like the like the show on iTunes. Let give me a review. Let me know what you think. So, all right, everybody, that's gonna be it for uh, fantasy football dreams. I'm J C Harvey. I'll catch you next time. See you.